0: Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai.
1: I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is
0: red wine. And I'm Mikala from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white
1: wine. Work Wife Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol.
0: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Episode 72 of the Work Wife Wine Time podcast the podcast for Australian women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same business journey. Today, drumroll, you have the three of us. You've got me, Mikala, Gemma and Dora doing our first um, joint episode in what? It was like over a year, I think. uh, Every year. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a busy, crazy time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which
1: is kind of what this episode is about.
2: (laughs) Which is
0: kind of what prompted the topic of this episode, which is some version of, I'm going to leave this up to my copywriters, but how to manage your business when life throws you curveballs. So, Gemma, do you want to kick us off? Because I think we mentioned in previous episodes that at the end of last year, you headed off to Nepal to study, to be a yoga instructor. Mm. And you had a fabulous time. And you being you, while you were away, you (laughs) worked and wrote a book. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's just what I do.
0: Yeah. There's no sitting, staring off into the
1: mountains for Gemma. It's... (laughs)
0: Doing 17
1: things at once. Yeah, we tried to sit and stare into the mountains, but uh, <laughs> we did a bit of it. We did a bit of it. But yeah, so um, I did. I was there for almost eight weeks and, you know, I had already done the preparation for that, you know, um, changing things up with the business, fixing things with clients, knowing that we're going to have to work at different times. Um, you know, I d- didn't even really know what the time difference quite was. So I reorganized everything once I was there. Um, and yeah, so that, that wasn't too bad, but for me, I did have to work less, which was rough. <laughs> oh, poor you. I know. Oh my God. Poor me. Goodness. Um, so I did work a lot less, but I still worked. Um, but that, I guess that wasn't quite the curveball, but you know, that sort of thing can be done and can be managed. And that's why we have our own businesses, right? So we can yes. do things like that. That's um, right. But then what was the curveball you were thrown when you arrived home? Yes. Well, when I got home and I'm here I am all zenned out and relaxed and I just climbed a mountain and everything was amazing and I'd just been five and a half thousand metres above sea level and then I get COVID on the way home. And I, of course, being me, an extremist, was lucky enough (laughs) to get the very original strain of COVID and be hospitalized and be sicker than anyone I know. So yeah, I was out for at least, well, five or six weeks. I was nothing, like nothing could be done, nothing could happen at all. And that was rough. Um, There were still bits and pieces I still tried to do. So I somehow managed to, without being able to breathe properly, record two podcast episodes. Not too sure how that happened, but it did. That's dedication. <laughs>
2: it's Juma <Gemma> style. Yeah. <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, and finish my book. I was finishing up my book with the editor and um my graphic designer in hospital. Um, but all through that, you know, there was a whole lot of having to be kind to yourself because there's no need to try and push and do things that don't really need to be done because these deadlines, we really just make up in our heads. Like the world's Mm -hmm. not going to end and nothing's going to really happen if you push stuff out, you know, like we think these bad, terrible things are going to happen if we push out a deadline or don't. Have to change appointments or don't record that podcast episode didn't listen to that one but nothing bad happened and my business is still running right and then just when everything was settling up again I had a huge loss in my life so you know it was yeah and then I was almost completely unable to work at that mm. point that hit me harder probably than COVID um. yeah so I, I guess we're sort of well, that's my story in a long version just talking about how we were kind to ourselves how we're able to navigate big changes when things come at you it's okay to step back if you need to and it, it's okay if there's things you try to do that take longer and you know um so with you like when because both of these things
0: pretty much just knocked your feet out from under you so when it came to your business and like you know obviously you can't do completely nothing
1: well, of course you've got
0: to do something even yeah. if it's simply putting out a newsletter to tell everyone that you're unable yeah. to do anything
1: yeah so what
0: what did you do and how did you decide what you needed to do
1: that's such a good question. Um, I did the, I did the bare necessities of what had to pay the bills at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, financially, I guess money wise, I've always got that. What if something bad happens? Account happening. You know what I mean. So, I I was lucky in the sense that you know I, I didn't have to really do stuff um in order to pay bills you know. um, But of course, then they do come. So, you know, there's only sort of so long you can do. But uh, my decision was, I guess, yeah, doing the the bare minimum that I knew that I needed that money in order to live, I guess. And then everything else, it just didn't matter. Like, did I need to do my marketing that month? No. Did I need to post on social media that month? No. Oh, it was two months. i my last post was Christmas day. And then my first one was like the first of March, you know, which for me is unheard of. Like my business has always had that. So you you need to decide what really isn't that, that important, you know, and some clients I had to say to them, "Look, I, I can't, you know, um, if there was stuff I haven't started, I had to push that out. Um, you know, uh, I did more so coaching when, going through grief and that, that was easier for me to speak and do that.
2: Mm-hmm. I couldn't
1: really do the writing side of it. When I was really sick with COVID and breathing issues, the talking wasn't as <laughs> as easy, you, you know, um, but I was able to do a bit more with COVID by just sort of being sitting in bed and what I could do, you know, I, I, I would work for 10 minutes and I'd be out. So it it's just that acceptance of what may take me an hour would literally take three days now Mm. yeah
0: and what was the reaction like of your clients when you spoke to them about having to you know push back projects and deadlines and all that sort of thing
1: well again it's just like magic isn't it everyone was fine with it and I know right (laughs) and everyone was totally like yeah um okay sure when we think, again, that the world's going to end or something yeah. terrible's going to happen or they're going to run away and leave us or whatever we're thinking. Of course, my clients are like, oh, my God, don't even worry about this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So they I were think, very helpful as well.
0: I think that's like one of the big, well, I know for me, that's like one of the biggest fears that I always have. Yeah. It's like, and I'm sure it's the same for all of us especially those who are in service-based businesses. It's if I have to tell my client that I've got to push back, you know, push a deadline back or something, that that's the end of the world, that's it, they're going to fire me, they're going yeah. to demand a refund,
1: yeah. it'll,
0: it'll all be over.
1: Yeah, and it never
2: really is. It never is. I agree. I used to wake myself up day. Oh, no, I can't tell them I'm going to be two days late or... Oh. You know, I've got to push something back by a couple of weeks. And, and then you send that email, well, I used to with dread being sent and just holding my breath and thinking, oh, no, what's going to happen? And then they come back and they are like, yeah, that's fine. And you're like, How, why did I put it off? Why didn't I just do it and and save myself that pain and anguish? Yeah, I wonder, like, do you think that's... Do you think that's
0: something that is really um uh, for want of a better term, special to female business owners?
1: Yeah, probably or do you
0: think like it's everyone or just women in general?
1: I, yeah, I mean, we're three women here talking about doing the exact same thing, and I think <laughs> you know what I mean, There'd be a yeah. lot of, yeah, a lot of them out there and and yeah, I think it would be easier for men to just be like, well, I've got this thing going on, we'll deal with you in two weeks, you know, whereas we just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a social conditioning thing or it's something embedded in our brains, but it is very hard for us, for sure. Mm. Yeah. That
2: is a very good question. I thought it was my programming. Mm. It's the way I'm programmed as that perfectionist that goes, Mm -hmm. I can't be late, it has to be perfect, it has to be delivered on time. And, and I think that's taken a lot for me to change mm-hmm. that in me and still sometimes I see it in myself and I go, oh, you've got to cut that out. So I mm. catch myself doing it now, whereas I don't know, but maybe it is maybe it's that female side. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It is, and I think it's a lot of, you know, putting other people first, do you know what I mean? Like that's very... Mm. It's a very female tendency as well. You know, I've got to get this done for this client. I promised them this deadline and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's it's probably a bit of that too.
0: Yeah, you're probably right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, whereas, you know, it, it, that uh, that is quite a big difference with with men and women. A lot of men aren't going to do that. You know what I mean? That They're not. They're like, oh, well, I come first. But for us, it's so hard for us to be like, we come first. Hello. But. It's it's a really yeah it's, it's I think it's a big issue for women we, are, we we all do it it's it's just I don't know it's in our biology <laughs> like, <laughs> right right uh, um, woman do you know that doesn't do that it's like programmed into us yeah you know
0: yeah. it's um it's just this topic was really interesting to me because I've had a few conversations lately with clients in fact, I had two today with clients who um, one of them works almost full time. Um, She's a a health practitioner and then she's got her business on the side and she's got a husband um, who is not well and she's got kids and she was like if she wasn't eating or sleeping, she was working. Mm. and I'd been working with her for a while and my heart absolutely blossomed one day when she came to me and said, I need to work out how to work less because she was trying to do, you know, 20 hours a week in her business um, and trying to do all of the things Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, looking at, what's really important what are the things that are going to move it forward um and we it kind of um triggered this conversation with us and I was saying like the last couple of days um I was telling Dora I had been really really sick like I actually had to cancel my afternoon I got through one client appointment on Wednesday morning and then Wednesday afternoon I had to to reschedule both my clients because I was just too sick. Like I had a full-blown migraine type thing coming on. But it was like I was pushing. I was trying so hard not to cancel. It's like, Mm. no, I can't do this. And I just got to the point where it was like, no, I actually have to do this. I can't not cancel. And the relief, Mm. it's like, you know, giving ourselves permission to go, I need a bit of space right now. (laughs) I need to not do this. I need to just rest. And, you know, I did that on Wednesday. Yesterday I did work. I had my day job, but, like, I was just crawling through the day and I was okay with that. Like, my colleague knew it was all good. It was like I just had to be there and smile um, and then today I woke up and it I feel really good. And it's if I had pushed through Wednesday, if I had pushed through and done all of the things yesterday, like I'd be in bed for the next three days. Yeah. But you know, it's the it's so hard to to give yourself permission and to allow yourself to do that. But it make can make such a difference.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And do you think it's an age thing that comes into play? Like the older we get, we look back and we go, I had a migraine for 10 days. If I'd stopped at day one and actually taken a day off and looked after myself, I might not have had a migraine for 10 days. Mm. Whereas now we kind of look at it and go, oh, should I take that day off? Like I've seen the patterns in me before, so I kind of know to recognize to give myself a break or to be kinder. Mm. Age comes into it too.
0: Yeah, I do actually. Now that you mention that, I do think it's a a bit of a wisdom thing.
2: (laughs) I think
1: we're all old and wise. It's wonderful.
0: Well, no, so wisdom and wiser. (laughs) working progress.
1: We're wisdomous.
0: What? Wisdomous.
1: (laughs) We hold all of the wisdom, we're wisdomous.
2: Uh, oh okay. <laughs> My, my grey hair definitely says I'm wise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah, I've got plenty of grays to uh yeah have the uh the wise going on. But we need the beard, you know the you need to be able to stroke no, no. Broke the white beard. You're not wise unless you've got that going on.
2: <laughs> that one to you.
0: Yeah, you you can you can, you
1: can grow those two hairs. <laughs> oh I do, don't you worry about that. <laughs> I always have. <laughs> okay, we're digressing, but um,
2: what, we about,
1: what about you, Mick? Like you've had curveballs thrown at you all of this past year, so you, you take have. the fort now.
0: <laughs> well, I guess like the biggest one for me was, um, well, <laughs> I've had a few, but the most recent one and the one that's kind of still like, it's what kind of triggered what happened this week was my separation and divorce. So that was six months ago now. So it was quite a long time ago that it first happened. but um, And it's been really quiet. Like it's just been, you know, there's just one less person in the house and the house is quieter and we just do our things still. But we're kind of ramping up with um, trying to organise property settlement and that sort of thing so that's actually now that the solicitor's involved the stress levels are ratcheted up and it's gotten a lot more difficult and I guess for me like I started off the year because it was so easy at the start of the year um, before the solicitors got involved and all this sort of stuff like I had these Big business goals, and I'm doing this. And my goal is to like earn a crazy amount of money, and to get there, I'm gonna, you know, do all these projects. And it was awesome. And then, you know, the next kind of months rolled through, and I'm like, this is actually going to be really tough. And this is actually going to take a lot more of my energy. And, you know, I'm on limited energy anyway because of my health condition. And I, I'm actually really proud of myself that I made the decision to accept that early on. Because then I went back to my goals and went, okay, so let's like halve it all. So I just halved everything and went, so I'm still gonna do this, but I'm giving myself a much longer time frame and um and kind of in doing that too, like. The weight off my shoulders (laughs) like I didn't think when I set my goals and everything for the year it didn't feel like it was very challenging but it didn't feel too hard or impossible but when I literally halved everything the amount of relief I feel it's almost like it's more relief than I should feel if that makes sense like the amount of work I've taken away from myself is not equal to the amount of relief I feel. The amount of relief is way greater than what I've taken away. But I think it's the permission thing. It's because mm. I went, no, I'm not going to try and push through and just like maybe cross one thing off. I'm really going to be kind to myself and just like cut it all in half and just slow it all right down. And, and yeah, and I think like I'm enjoying it a lot more and things are just flowing a lot more easily. Like clients are just showing up. <laughs> like I'm not marketing or anything. It's when I kind of look and go, Oh, that, that person's finishing up on their, um, their 12 week program or whatever. Um, I'll have a space soon. And then someone just floats in to fill it. It's like, I'm just in this really nice low stat but in doing that to my business it's given me all the space I need in my personal life as well mm. which like you know that's obviously the really important thing but yeah it's just and it's the whole like what you were saying Gem it's actually my business isn't crumpling it's not imploding <laughs> it's like it's just slowed down and it's almost like it's slowed down to a really healthy mm-hmm. state yeah so yeah it's really quite beautiful it's quite
1: poetic it's it's sounding that way yeah I, I feel as though you're almost going to like break into a, a song like, <laughs> it just sounds sounds beautiful um yeah I love it and um yeah well what about you Dora you've had some uh has some curveballs come your way through. <laughs> yeah,
0: and Dora's got young children, so that's yeah. like daily curveball.
2: <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. It feels like it some days. So um I think it was October or so last year. And um one of my clients came to me and said, Changing my business model, I won't be requiring you anymore. So that was my part time role. And I was like, That's okay, I can focus on my other clients and I had another client that you know wanted me to be doing more like so I was like great um in the meantime that client also came to me and said hey things aren't looking great Probably we won't be needing you know you around and I was like oh okay and I thought well this isn't looking great I kind of looked around I was like nothing was kind of Grabbing me, I was like, this, and, and I was noticing like my, my energy, my motivation was, you know, kind of going down. I'm like, it's not bringing, it's not lighting me up anymore. So I kind of thought, I'm look at some part time jobs out there. So I'm looking at part time. There weren't many, but I did apply for some. And then some interesting full time roles came up. I was like, oh, is that what I do? And then I thought, you know what? Let's wrap my head in the ring and see what happens so um i did and then by mid-december i was in a full-time role um and i've been there since since then and um you know i i at first i was like oh is this what i'm doing is this like i started to question like do i close the business what do i do with it no and but in the end it just all kind of fell into place the role came it's like, well, I'll stop doing client work. I'll just focus on my templates. And I think sometimes when you're in it, you just you just go with it. You just kind of – and you work it out on the fly. It's like, oh, I've got no clients. Have a look what jobs are going. Oh, look, that's an interesting job. It wasn't what I planned, but I had you know, my hat in the ring and see what happens. And I, mm. I just went with it. I won't say it's not tiring. I won't say it's not time-consuming. Um I did like the flexibility in my business and I could pick up the kids. I could drop them off and pick them up from, from primary school and that made life easier. So it's going to be a juggle. Um, yeah, my husband's had some time off now. We're both going to go, Obviously, well, going to go back to full time work as well. So it's going to be a juggle of who does what, drop off pickups, you know, and how we kind of work it out. But I think it'll just, it'll just be a bit of trial and error. And I think it's okay to try different things and how what works and what doesn't on the fly. And um just it's, see really how it goes. just it's really just
0: like it's just pivoting. Yeah. It's just as long as you're doing what you're passionate about and what excites you, like you know, you were saying, Dora, that you were losing the the spark for it. And it's like just finding that in something else by taking the pressure off yourself. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is It is nice. And you do, and I have found my spike again. And I'm, you know, doing things differently and I'm excited about things again. Um, and I've kind of worked out what my business is going to look like. I haven't implemented that yet, but there's no great rush. Or <laughs> I'm telling myself there's no great rush. I'll fix mm. up my homepage when I get around to it. Um Yeah, and then go from there, but I, I find that I'm bouncing back quicker. When something happens, it might take, you know, I might be in a, a bit of fog for a couple of weeks. Whereas I feel now a couple of days and i to bounce back, and I don't know whether that comes with age as well.
0: Yeah, it could do. But, yeah, it really it is that like, you know, you've just said it again. It's the whole taking the time. There's no hurry. There's no rush. And I don't think we're by any stretch the only people that are, you know, feeling like this. Like is is this a post-COVID thing mm. that everyone's going through? We're all kind of. You know, there's lots of stuff changing, and we're looking at how to turn and restructure and pivot.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's like you know, full time workers and and that that were always in an office or always on site, and you know, COVID happened, and then they discovered flexibility, and no one can expect anyone to go back full time in an office now. There's mm. it just that's just not life, and. If they do, people are leaving. You know, and I happened to, to my cousin that her workplace was demanding full time back in in the office and she's like, Why? Well I've done it from home for the past two years. Like, you know, and she was pushing and pushing and she's like, I'm out. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it yeah, it's probably an, an offset of how business owners are sort of changing and pivoting and doing other things as as well. I think work in general, yeah. People's working lives have have changed, and it's so for me it, it, personally. It's just so interesting from taking that step back because we know I never have, <laughs> <laughs> even though it's you know semi-retirement. But you know, <laughs> still that was just working one day a week less. But to actually properly do it, um, yeah, you see more things, and you're like, oh, hang on a minute, wow, you know things change and some kind of flow does happen and and when you just take a step back and look at things seems to sort of still work and it's so mind-boggling to be like oh
0: Hmm.
1: wow and you're right I'm feeling that same sort of flow as well you know is it a coincidence I don't know is it a factor of our hard work for so long maybe taking that step back and letting it go a bit is what we needed. I, I don't know. Who knows? But it does feel nice to just know that the world's not going to end and nothing's really going to happen if, you know, we don't do all of the things all of the time. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, it's really important to to have the – or to give yourself – the opportunity to make the decision to step back. Because, you know, some of us do it when we're forced to do it.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Also true. Yes. But it
0: can be a really healthy thing to do. Yeah,
1: for sure. When we're not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe don't always wait for the curveball, right?
2: Yes. And I think think we kind of realise that. Things pass, so they go. We go through, you know, the hard stuff, and then things get feel easier, and they get easier, and things change. And I think we kind of know that it's not the end of the world. It's like I sometimes have to ask myself, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, I haven't updated my website. What's the worst thing that can happen? I'll get inquiries about my services, and I say, sorry, I no longer provide those. But here's some templates you could buy. Mm. Is that so right. bad? No, right. it's not so uh, bad. It's kind of like sometimes you have to kind of put it into perspective. So yes. of them about,
1: Am I going to die? No. Okay, moving along. Totally. Totally. That just pretty much summed it all up. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Gould. You're totally right. Exactly right. Like what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Probably nothing, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.